It's not big and it's not clever. Yep, you definitely do. And yes, you can. You can what? You always ask. Which part? Oh, can I press the button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Duncan, can I press the button? Yes, you, <laughs> you can. can. QVT. Love that. It's got a lovely little kind of South American vibe, isn't it? There's like, you know, castanets and sunny climes, which we're all missing right now, dreadfully. Uh, tell me about it. It's, uh, I don't <laughs> mind when it gets dark about at six o'clock, or sorry, about six o'clock, seven o'clock, and now it's starting to get dark at four, and you're going all oh, the night. Um, everybody's night caught up with us now, fall back everywhere, isn't it? So, yep. um, Wherever you look, it's dark. You wake up and it's dark and you go, you know, you sit down in the afternoon for a cup of coffee and it's dark. <laughs> but, but we can play games and in sunny places and it makes you feel, and we could be on the other side of the moon, of course, talking, bringing it back to Luna, which is, uh, you know, it's always dark. <laughs> always dark on the other side of the moon. Yeah, on the dark side of the moon, that's a queer uh, rabbit hole you're going down there. It's a, it's a classic album, of course, Pink yeah. Floyd. Yes. Yeah. How are you, Duncan? Great to see you, my friend. I am awesome. What about you? It's I'm good. awesome. But, you know, I've noticed that you only ever say I am awesome and then you throw it straight at me. Expand on your awesomeness. Why do you believe you are awesome and should we believe you? Should you believe me? Yes, I have actually <laughs> sat down and actually had a good uh, game time today. I have been playing a load of games. I have played uh, a game which is coming to Lena shortly as a wee test uh, in Watch Dogs Legions, and I have yes. enjoyed. I have actually been enjoying that. I know other people may not have been enjoying that no, game. No, <laughs> experiences may vary. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, I have been really enjoying that. Uh, I've been uh, just running about London, uh, uh, running people over and everything under the sun. But yeah, it's, it's been. It does have that to it. Yeah, we, we, we will we will touch on this because we're gonna we're gonna expand on all things Ubisoft uh, shortly. Um, and what else? So you've been playing Watch Dogs Legion and. Uh... What else have I been playing? I've been playing some Grid, which is on Luna, mm -hmm. and uh, I've also been playing my favourite in Slay the Spire, which it would be a perfect game to come to Luna. That is a card game where you can just uh, chill out to, and you're, it's uh, one of your favourite types of games. It's a roguelike, so you hit them. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I do hate those. No, you know me. I don't like I don't like the old uh, Michael Finnegan begin again. That's not for mm -hmm. me. I like yeah. to move on, move on again. That's me, not begin again. But uh, that's fair enough. All sorts, mate. Different strokes. Which different is one strokes. of my favourite shows. It takes different strokes to rule the world. There you go. Um, yes. Well, I've been playing similar games to you, actually, although I don't, not the roguelikes, but I have been doing Watch Dogs Legion. Of course, we do a bit of grid. We did a bit of grid on Friday night on our community play along. Uh, that we'll be bringing to Luna at some point in the not-too-distant future, hopefully. And uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, lots of Destiny as well. Making, um, trying to trying to finish everything off in, in time for the for the coming new season, Beyond uh, Beyond Light, in uh, on the 10th. Uh, and, of course, looking forward 
big time to Valhalla, which is now kind of nine days and counting Valhalla. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, looking forward to that. And yes, eagle-eyed viewers may have noticed that I am sans the beard. I've, uh, I've gone back to my baby face. There is a good reason for it. It's November, and there's a global charity called Movember, where uh, men uh, are supposed to grow a moustache for charity, and that charity is the Movember charity, and the idea is that all the money goes towards raising awareness for cancer in men, so prostate, testicular, sort of mainly, uh, and also mental health awareness. So every year I shave off on the 31st of October and grow through the whole of November. So uh, if you did uh, fancy throwing a few coffers at that charity, there's a link on the screen there. For those of you listening to the podcast, it's bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash men, M-E-N 911, men 9 11. That goes straight to the charity. None of it comes into my pocket. You'll be very pleased to hear. Um, and I know there's not much to growing a beard, but you know, I have to suffer the embarrassment of being naked from the nose down for a whole four weeks. And you know, that's quite awkward uh, and cold this time of the year as well. You feel it when you're out wandering around in the stormy British weather. So there you go. Thank you very much for that. And also, Dunk, while we are doing some housekeeping, I want to thank our amazing patrons and subscribers that uh, has grown since the last time that we uh, ran this little list along the bottom of the screen. You'll see, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in Twitch, there is a button where you can you can uh, become a member. You can subscribe to us, um, and of course. We also have a Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com forward slash the uh, Lunacast. That's Sea Truth, Stadiumania, Wolock, Marchief, One to Escape, T.W. Cooks, Tresorector, Songer, 2011, Tommy Danger, Ashes to Ashes TV, Me, Duncan, Cloud Gaming Man, and Holtz. So thank you guys. Uh, as always, from the bottom of our hearts, every single penny when it arrives uh, at some point next year, we estimate, uh, will go to the show. Um, none of it goes into um, you know, buying games or pairs um, of Converse sneakers or anything along those lines. It all goes to the running and improvement of our channel. So thank you very much for that. Right, yeah. housekeeping. Yeah. Just one more thing for housekeeping, and yep. uh, if if you're a Patreon, you would have got a little post this week as well, and uh, just explaining what how things are all kicking off and that as well. So that's a, an added bonus if you do it on Patreon. Yes, thank you. Yeah, we wrote a little little blog posts, which we'll be doing a few of those and some videos and stuff, um, which you get as a member. So yeah, very very kind, and thank you very much indeed, Duncan. What's been happening in the amazing world of Amazon Luna this week? I think we should start off with the biggie. We'll go for the biggie to start off with. Oh, uh, yes. So, the, Ubisoft, the Ubisoft channel is arriving on the 10th of November to Luna. Yes. And uh, this is going to be big. We don't know how many games are going to be on it, but we do know uh, Watch Dogs, Legion, and Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, will be there at launch. And these will be the super duper editions of their game. So 
we don't have to wait that much longer for a load of games coming to Lena. So no, super duper exciting. The um, just to recap for those of you that may have forgotten, you or what you basically do is you subscribe over over at Ubisoft.com to Ubisoft Plus, which is their new name for Uplay Plus. Now it's called the Ubisoft Channel on uh, Amazon Luna, but what you're actually doing is you're subscribing to Ubisoft Plus and then it's within their channel on uh, Luna. So it's, uh, and this is the best part as well, and I kind of theorized on this. I may even have mentioned it on this show, Dunk, um, but you basically pay one subscription, which I think is $15, and that gets you access to all the games that are in the Ubisoft Plus package, dependent upon the platform you're playing in, for no extra price. So, you know, what you can subscribe today, for example, nine days ahead of launch on Amazon Luna, and you can play Watchdog Legions on your PC, for example. And then on the 10th, and it opens up on Amazon Luna, you can open up Watchdogs Legion again and st and and not have to start all over, not pay any more money. It's literal cross-save, cross-play, cross-progression. So as you progress your character and go through the story in nine days' time, you open it up on Amazon Luna and you're in the same place, which is fantastic. But of course, it's cloud it's cloud. That's the key difference. It's not just on your PC. It's suddenly on your iPhone, your iPad, you know, uh, your, your, your TV or wherever you want to play it on any device, which is amazing. Pay once, play anywhere. So outstanding. I've already subscribed. Me, Duncan, I've met your good self. I'm, I'm already getting stuck in ready. Yep, I have actually subscribed today. I've been playing it. Uh, I've been playing Watch Dogs Legions today, and it has been absolutely amazing. I have been playing on another cloud gaming service. I I don't think you. I don't think it. Yeah. Other services exist. Other, other, other <laughs> services exist, but it is via you. Uh, you play. Uh, or sorry, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Plus. Yep. Yes. Uh, so I haven't played pay for the full game. Uh, absolutely, really, really loving it, mm. and uh, it's such such great value. See, this is when I was actually sitting playing it. A thought mm. occurred to me: uh, if you buy stuff on Ubisoft Plus uh, or on Ubisoft Connect, as it's called, which is the client. Will that uh, be transferred across? So, for example, if you buy a skin on Ubisoft Connect, do you think that's going to move between the, the different services? Hundred yeah. percent. See, that's the thing because <clears throat> there's two. You know, there's some. There are. I've I've watched some shows that have complained that in the rebranding it's all gone a bit complicated, but it's actually quite simple. Ubisoft Plus is the subscription-based service where you subscribe to their pot of games and depending on where you play them will depend on how many have been ported and as we've said before some of the older pc only games are not going to exist anywhere but pc um, and on some of the newer cloud gaming platforms that don't um, adhere to the the same development language as the original game there may be fewer initially but in the main it'll be all their new games from now on from watchdogs legion and forward 
<clears throat> and then on top of that, you have Ubisoft Connect. And that's the glue between all these services that remembers where your saves were, uh, that remembers everything you've purchased. It remembers all your friends that you've played with. It's all that kind of stuff. And that's available from within all the games that are being released from Watch Dogs Legion. So when you play Watch Dogs right now, and you go to the main menu, there's a Ubisoft Connect button. And when you when you click on that, it expands a tab out. And in that tab, you've got all your Ubisoft Connect stuff, you know, all the details of your subscription and all the, the you know, your saves and your friends and all the other malarkey. And that's going to be consistent through all the future games. So yeah, if, if it's certainly from Watchdogs Legion forward, so Valhalla and Phoenix Rising and Far Cry 6, which unfortunately has been knocked back to next April. <laughs> um, all of those future games will include your uh, progression and your purchases. So it's a fantastic way forward. Um, I'm excited that it's Ubisoft that are leading the market with this because one, I think when it comes to ethics they've shown themselves to have fairly strong ones where gamers are concerned i know they've been in trouble a little bit recently for uh you know some internal goings-ons but certainly from our from a consumer perspective i think they're they're one of the more ethical businesses uh, and they also happen to have one of the best back catalogs and one of the best existing uh, set of uh, of IPs of intellectual property, so uh, I'm I'm super duper excited about that. Not as excited as you were about Watchdogs Legion. I have to admit, having played that now for a couple of days, uh, but I'm I'm more excited about Valhalla and Phoenix Rising, to be fair, and Far Cry Six when that finally turns up next year, alongside Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine, which is, has also been put back. Yeah, uh, I'll give my quick breakdown of Watch Dogs and what I have played on it. it I, I am just really, really enjoying it. It just reminds me of like nearly a modern day Assassin's Creed bar you can't jump up the buildings. It's I'm just going <laughs> yes. there. I'm just going well, you down can there. if you jump onto a, a drone. <laughs> or, yeah, or get them scissor lifts. Or the scissor stuff lifts, like yeah, the cherry pickers. Yeah, <laughs> but I am... Um, I am really enjoying it and I'm going, should I get stuck into this more or shall I wait to Valhalla because I'm a bigger Assassin's Creed fan or with Ubisoft uh, Plus, it's just absolutely uh, mad what you, all you can play yeah. because, because the library is just so massive. Uh, that, yeah. that, that, that brings us to, do you think we're going to get the whole 50 games in one go? No, and I also think that there's just one other thing that's worth pointing out. They have said, as far as Luna con is concerned, it will be a beta of Ubisoft Plus. And the reason that they're saying that, I think, is because, of course, it's still in early access. So anything at all to do with Amazon Luna until it's no longer in early access has to be deemed a beta. It has to be you know because otherwise it ain't going to fit in the whole early access space uh, and that also there's also a question mark over what that means in terms of who will have access to those games on the 10th because what they've actually said in their press release is is that you have to uh, you know uh, request to connect your account your ubisoft plus account to your amazon luna account uh, and I don't know right now whether that means that you have to have an existing early access account in order for that to happen. Uh, and although we did 
suggest last weekend that we would see a big increase in uh, invitations going out this week, which exactly happened. I think within minutes of us saying it, in fact, there was a, a press release that said, we're expanding them now. I know there'll be folk in the chat that say, well, I never got one. No, you know, it's still going to mean it's a bit random, but they have started to expand on that. My guess is, though, you still won't be able to use or play in the Ubisoft channel until you have the early access invitation. In the future, when it's open to anybody to set up a free account, um, because, of course, you've got Amazon Luna, the free account, Amazon Luna Plus, the pay a paid subscription account and then you've got the channels and all of those can live on their own so you can have your free amazon lunar account but have no free games and you can have your ubisoft channel and not subscribe to the other two if you don't want to but at this moment in time everything is beta stroke early access which means you will need to have had that invite before you can dive in and chop up vikings that's as i see it from reading the the various press releases yeah, but you're going to have to have uh, Luna before you can actually get into it. It will be, if you've got Ubisoft Plus, you can just jump straight in for the foreseeable future. I think that's the best way. Uh, the shorter version, you go for the big, more complicated, explain everything down to the big detail. I go, no, yeah, no. But but that's me. I'm just quick and straight to the point. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm just explaining as I, as I read it, because I think, yeah. you know, I don't, I'd, it's, I'd rather do that than, than people think, oh, great, on the 10th, we could just jump straight in and play Valhalla. Uh, in the cloud um, but obviously the caveats are no you probably need to have an early access account and of course you need to be in the United States and even then not all states so we know places like Hawaii for example uh, it's not available so you know it's just it's just the caveats that's all just bearing it all in mind but nonetheless yeah it's it's going to launch on the 10th um your your orig original question was will it have all 50 games on launch um yeah. i think i think probably not but certainly the more recent i think what you will see is all the most recent of all the major franchises so you'll see maybe the last couple of years of assassin's creeds of far cries of um tom clancy's um recon uh of division i think you'll you'll definitely see those and that's not 50 anyway i mean even if you totted up all the there's i didn't realize how many assassin creed variants there are there was assassin's creed china and russia i'm thinking assassin's creed chronicles china I mean, what's that all about what were they dlcs or no they were 2d versions of the game so you actually oh, oh, right. it was it was more platformy type games so there were ah. there were assassin's creed games but there were more there were like a different variation of them uh some people loved them some people hated them it was uh i thought they were okay believe it or not i did i, I wasn't a massive fan of them but i didn't mm. completely hate them they're they were okay it's something to yeah. pass the time with but again they would be a good call to go onto them and basically all the old assassin assassin's creed games on there so it's it's pretty it's pretty good sort of thing 
You, so, you can sort of understand publishers wanting to squeeze every last drop of revenue from a franchise, but I, I'm I'm a little bit like that because I know there were some some weird offshoots of Tomb Raider as well, and and you sort of the trouble is you have it in your in your head what you believe an Assassin's Creed game will be or what a Tomb Raider game or whatever will be, and then you you go out and buy this thing and realize it's nothing like that. And you sort of think, oh, it's all right, but it's not. Where's me Lara? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put something up here. Are you ready? Speculation. Go on. Speculation. And uh, we have. I listened to the Activision uh, press briefing. There was lots of investor calls this week. I think we're going to be touching on that slightly later. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Activision one actually had uh, some interesting things in it. They were actually mentioning game streaming in it, and they were also uh, talking about subscription models, and they weren't ruling both out. So uh, it was the general thing where this is going to be a really exciting time for the industry because you've got the new consoles, streaming and mobile. So they actually put streaming in, in the middle of this. And they were also talking about subscriptions and it wasn't, we are not mm. going down to subscription models. It was putting a bit of a, cool, uh, a blanket on it but it wasn't actually completely ruling that out. So uh, I would not be surprised now if we maybe hear something about Activision uh, coming to the maybe next year, depending on how things actually take off. And Trezorector uh, is thinking they're going to go straight into uh, Activision Cloud as well. You couldn't rule that out because they are such a massive company. Mm. And it's like we've talked to uh, about before is uh, with uh, Amazon, you can actually rent out their cloud gaming uh, stuff for people, for private people to use. So that could actually be yes. a possibility. Yes. Yeah. And, and also, uh, I mean, I think it's worth revisiting the Ubisoft model as well, um, because if other publishers look at what they've achieved, uh, and, you know, you, you, on paper, you, I just know that people were saying, oh, there's no way it's going to be pay once. I remember them saying it in this very chat. There's no way it's going to be pay once and play anywhere. No, that doesn't stack up on a business model, they were saying. Um, I, I, I begged to differ, and I proved myself correct. And I think that you will see other publishers looking to do the same thing. It doesn't matter whether they have their own Activision cloud. Um, it doesn't matter because the key thing is, is that it's about how many people play their games and how many people pay to subscribe. So if you've got people who are very comfortable within the garden of Amazon Luna, within the wall garden of Amazon Luna, uh, and it's a safe place and they know it's a mark of quality, and there's a channel there, even if that channel exists elsewhere on a PC, for example, you could just go and access it. If they've only had to pay one subscription and play anywhere in the Ubisoft model, then there's every chance that they're going to stick with their controller in the space that they're comfortable with on their Amazon Fire Stick that is, you know, it's all uh, works a treat with their home entertainment setup. So I think that model that Ubisoft have struck which is the you pay us a subscription and then you can play our games across any platform you want to. And I've said it before and I'll, I'll say it again. I think that's Ubisoft's plan that Ubisoft Plus will exist on every single gaming platform of note, including the big consoles in time. 
Uh, and I can absolutely see the big, the big publishers that have multiple franchises looking to make money the same way. Because as I've said before, if you're paying $15 a month, you know, that's a hundred that's getting on for, uh, nearly $200 a year. Um, once you take everything into consideration and yet most people only tend to buy one or two games from a single publisher every year. So it's actually more revenue for them to give you access to all their games than it is to just sell you one or two. So, you know, that's the model and it absolutely works and it works for consumers because you don't think so much about paying $15 a month. But if somebody says to you, actually that's getting on to $200 a year or more, then you think twice, but nobody does because it's the smaller yeah. amount that you think about. Yeah, it's, it was like the point I was just making earlier on as well. With it being $15 a month, I'm actually more inclined to actually buy some DLC or whatever way we're going, additional content yes. on top of that uh, because I know I'm not actually paying the full thing. So that, that, that's why I'm hoping that if you buy something on uh, Ubisoft Connect, yeah. It's going to transfer to the cloud platforms as well. And you go here, I want to buy this amazing skin set. It's just going to be available on all the platforms going mm -hmm. forward. And you would have to think it would be because it's doing cross save. And cr but we're, I think we're just waiting for the 100% confirmation of that. But if it is, I, I, I could nearly... My gaming library could be basically just be the Ubisoft games going forward because I love yeah. them so, so much. I would yeah. sit, sit back and replay the games and all that. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this going forward. And I think it is a big opportunity for other publishers to actually jump on board because I think there is a, a good chance to get longer tail in games, get more more DLC, more everything under the, under the sun because I think people are going to be more willing to actually buy the extra stuff. Uh, it's, uh, as you know, me, me and Kelly have just started playing Fortnite a lot more and we have actually done the naughty things and actually have bought skins and stuff in Fortnite because we're just having fun <laughs> in the game. It's just, if, you, if you're in playing the games more, you, you, you do actually drop more money in, in it, even if it's only stupid stuff. It's designed that way, my friend. Uh, it is designed. Uh, I feel like a sucker for actually doing it. <laughs> Well, they know the buttons to press. And, and I've said to you before, you know, I wrote, I, I didn't write, write, sorry. I read, I read a, an amazing academic paper, believe it or not, by a professor who specialized in gambling and um, how, how the brain works where gambling is concerned. Uh, and that man became very well known in the gaming industry and particularly obviously within the gaming circles, gambling circles. But he was also brought in as a consultant advisor on uh, Destiny by Bungie. Um, and so a lot of the kind of looter shooter stuff that Destiny started has permeated out into the rest of the industry. And it's based on solid gambling uh, tactics used in all the big casinos. They know the buttons to press, the flashy lights, the, uh, you know, I just want that one more go. Oh, I'm going to get this thing. Um, and that's essentially what, and that's why, you know, a lot of the industry was, was, uh, had its knuckles wrapped a couple of years back and certain territories, I think like Hawaii and Belgium, for example, actually made it illegal to have that whole kind of loot economy 
because they knew that's you know we all think we're under the free will and that uh, you know it's our decision to make and but actually we, we you know you are a lot of buttons are being pressed to make you spend money there um, and that's okay for you you're you're a big you know hairy faced adult but uh, a lot of those games are aimed at, at kids and then they pressure their parents or they spend all their allowance and stuff so it can get quite quite um, quite hairy out there. Yep. Two, two uses of the term. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, we've actually seen that this week as well with the uh, case over, I think it is in Belgium you were talking about, mm. uh, with EA have now been fined uh, many millions of dollars uh, uh, because of the gambling in uh, uh, FIFA, basically, as the... the yeah, the, with the cards. FIFA. Yeah, yeah. Because, it's, because it's, it is a gamble because you don't know what you're going to get. It is. And, and it's those buttons. It's the same buttons that turn people into gamblers. You know, it's the it's the there's a huge adrenal rush, big endorphin push for, you know, that that, that am I going to win or lose? And the the chances, the rewards could be massive. And, and a lot of people actually get off on losing as well. And it's really sad, um, you know, because it is still a, it's still a chemical rush um, to have go through all those different emotions. And, and gambling, and uh, it's really sad to see that they've taken the essence of that and applied it with things like those FIFA cards, you know, where you get the card, and my God, it's a massive golden explosion of light, and who have I got? Wow, look at the player I didn't know I had. Oh, everybody's going to think I'm amazing for having this piece of virtual nothingness. <laughs> but Destiny did that to me. I spent 4,000 hours in Destiny, and I'm still playing it today. You know, it, it can grab you. I mean, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm not I don't buy stuff. I don't buy virtual stuff because uh, I've been in business for too many years and I'm as tight as they go. But I nonetheless, it, it pulled me in for the hours. And I think at one point I, I would put my hand up and say I'd become addicted to that game. Yep, uh, I was as well. Not to not to your levels, but it was. I'm going to go in here, have a have a quick strike, and out again. But then yeah. you, you do about three or four strikes in a row, or going and just go around shooting things because it's just a, such a for me. It was such a relaxing game, just going around shooting things, even though it doesn't. Uh, so it's absolutely mad how some of these games were designed just to have the hook in you, just to go mm -hmm. round and round and round. So yeah. Particularly in a world where we're all worried, we're you know it's a it, it's a stressful place that we're living in right now across the world. Um, you know whether it's because of the pandemic or whether it's the effect it may be having on the economy of your particular country or you know your career or what have you. So you tend to turn more to escapism. Gaming is a massive escape for so many people, uh, and then of course gets its hooks into you so it's like everything everything in moderation if you feel you're going that way just take a break go and take a walk grab a book go and talk to another human being you know there are easy ways to break out of the cycle but it is something that we all need to think about yeah that, that was some rabbit hole we went down there and the Ubisoft yeah, but it was a public service announcement it was a psa yeah. mate it's a it's a proper yes. meme <laughs> uh, so uh, let's move on from Ubisoft, but we're, we're, you know, the, the basics of this story are it's coming on the 10th Valhalla. Um, there will be watchdogs Legion in there as well in the channel. You'll almost certainly need to have had your early access invitation, but that may change. And it may simply be that you just need to go and, uh, 
tell Ubisoft you want to play within Amazon Luna and they give you some kind of, uh, you know, access to it. I genuinely don't know. All I know is, is that it is in beta and you need to connect your Amazon Luna account, which of course, if you don't have one, you can't do, which is why I think you will need to have that. But uh, we shall see in nine days time. So it's Tuesday week, yep. um, essentially, which is exciting. Um, what else happened? What else happened this week, Duncan? We had some new games, didn't we? We got two new games in the Castlevania Collection and Panzer Dragoon. They have both uh, dropped on the Luna Plus this week. And so it's something the games just keep on getting added onto Luna. That's two weeks and there's two more games have just been added. And uh, we're expecting more because there's the list actually had, what was it, 72 games on it. And this was, mm. these were on it. So we definitely know there's more games coming and we're going to get a big drop in a couple of weeks when Ubisoft, which we were just discussing there, comes on to the system. Uh, so yeah, two games and uh, I've got my thoughts on one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I played I, I played Panzer Dragoon, which I have to say I know it's a remake of an uh, of an older game. Um, but you know, again, if you like those kind of arcade, linear arcade shooters, it's a great, it's a really lovely polished game. Um, you know, not my my personal thing, but I but I was super impressed with the quality of it. And again, you know, horses for courses. That if you like those kind of arcade games, the sort of you know, a, a polished Atari 2600 looking title. Panzer Dragoon definitely will scratch that itch. Castlevania Collection is actually quite a large set of uh, games, isn't it? It is indeed. I'm just going to double check how many games are in that. Uh, sure yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's going through all the all the old uh, Castlevania games. So I'm just double checking how many people how many people are in that they come on. Uh, it should be <laughs> Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Castlevania 3, Super Castlevania, Castlevania The Adventure, Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge, so there's two Castlevanias there, <laughs> Castlevania Bloodlines, Kid Dracula, and uh, so that should keep people busy for it's a bit like anyway. eight or nine titles in that pack. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And again, a, a hugely popular IP. And it's what's great is is these aren't these aren't games that you've no one's ever heard of that they're bringing to the pack. You know, these are solid games that are, that appeal to a wide uh, gamer base. Yep, exactly. It's it's. The, the castle, both of these games are going to appeal to probably the older uh, uh, gamer, uh, gamers in the 80s, 90s. Who, I'm that, not sorry, in my 80s. <laughs> I, I, who brought, were brought up gaming in the 80s and 90s. Ah. And, uh, you're going to hit the nostalgia sort of strings. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and uh, it's going to pull everybody into, into the, to, to go there because I want to get into the Castlevania one. Panzer Drive Again, I'm not a fan of like it. <laughs> uh, no, well, you know, you don't have to be, do you? That's that's the key thing. Yes, and I think that's a, a lot of people need to realise people are going to have different tastes in games. Some, I'm going to put it out here. Me and you have got completely different tastes in Watch Dogs Legions. Yeah, you, you love it. And I thought, I, well, I was disappointed because, and I may as well say why. Um, firstly, I felt that the, 
the actual characters were quite low level as far as 3D work goes. You know, bearing in mind that this is a title that has been, I know it's probably been in development for a few years. Um, and one of the problems I think with, not a problem, one of the things with Ubisoft is they have so many different studios that are working on different titles that, you know, the original team that worked on, say, Watch Dogs 2, for example, will have moved from that to something completely different. Meanwhile, a few months later, they decide they'll start on Watch Dogs 3 and it will go to the next available team. It won't necessarily be the original team. And it didn't feel to me like, for example, the engine they were using was the same as Watch Dogs 2. It feels, it just feels, if the whole thing felt to me like a game from previous generation, not even current generation. And worse than that, <laughs> coming from Britain, believe it or not, uh, where obviously the game is based. It's based in London, and I've got an office in London. I've got relatives in London. I've, I've spent a lot of time in London. And, you know, although it looks like London, the people didn't feel like Londoners to me. And the acting I wasn't particularly impressed with at all. I thought um, you could tell that there was uh, maybe 10 or 15 actors that were then trying to, you know, doing different voices and different characters uh, and I know that you can take, I know that you can recruit a massive amount of characters, but there's a finite amount of accents and a finite amount of, of uh, scripted words that those characters say. I know that because I've recruited two that both said the same thing to me with the same accent. Um, so that was disappointing. And I've, you know, and I, I'm struggling because I know, I know it would be the same for somebody if they did a, uh, you know, a Watch Dogs Sydney, Australia. Australians would be saying, oh, that's nothing like Australians. And there, there has to be a level of cliche because, the, you know, for accessibility, you know, they, they have to be obviously not too strong accents um, and people have to somehow connect up with it. So for me, it was just... I was hoping for something as good as Watch Dogs 2. I know that I can play Watch Dogs 2 today. In fact, I'll tell you something. If I'd never played Watch Dogs 2 and you put a sticker over it and said, this is the newest one and Watch Dogs Legion is the previous one, I'd absolutely believe you because that's how it feels to me. It feels like Watch Dogs 2 is, the, is actually the cleaner, more polished game versus Watch Dogs Legion. That's just my opinion. Yeah, but I think Ubisoft has the thing where they get the games out and then they fix them when they get out there, sort of yeah. thing. It's uh, so yeah, I, I am. I'm actually enjoying. I am enjoying it, and I think there's going to be long legs on Watch Dogs Legion because of the expansions which have already announced. I'm looking forward to the Assassin's Creed one. So it's it's. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But I, but, I, but I am actually enjoying it. So my um. I played it. I played it. To be fair, I've played more of it with my youngest, who's not as young as you think. I mean, she's she's um, seventeen, and she's a big GTA fan, and she loved it. And she's she also, I mean, she has big holiday memories of going to London. So for you know, so to be able to take her up there on the on the London Eye, which is called the Millennium Wheel in the game, which is what it used to be called, and then to go around Buckingham Palace and, you know, all these different Covent Garden, all these places that we've always visited with them as kids. She's loving that side to it. And she's loving the just zipping around in London and jumping on a drone and flying around and all that stuff. So, you know, she's taken 
on my account, and that's fine. I'm I'm absolutely all about Valhalla now, and and we've all played the demo of Phoenix Rising, which I loved. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, yeah, so those are the two big games for me moving forward. But it's the, the point. This is the point, Dunk, isn't it? You pay your Ubisoft Plus subscription, and then you go in and you try the games out. And if you think, oh, I'm glad I didn't pay for that. It's not really tickling my trout, but I'm really liking this weird game over here that I'd never even heard of. That's the beauty of having access to 50 to 100 games, many of which you've never played before. And that's the thing I love about a subscription like this. It allows you to try it. And if it's not for you, you don't feel hard done by. I've bought games this year like um, Marvel Avengers, for example, and uh, Doom Eternal both of which I wish I'd cashed in and got my money back because although I've played them both, I completed Avengers, I've not played them since, and I wasn't that impressed with them the first time around. But, you know, I paid for it. It's gone beyond the the, the, the time I could take it back, whereas with a subscription, that's fine. If you don't like it, you play something else. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm, that's why I'm really excited about uh, when Luna comes out and it's going to be out for everybody because it's going to just allow everybody to play all the games they want to. So, mm -hmm. and you get, if you, and it's going to actually, I think, uh, widen people's uh, perspectives in games because you're going to be able to actually play games like you've never played before. And that's one of the great things about cloud gaming is it is just going to just change uh, the way people play games. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. We've seen this year has been a very odd year in many ways, but from the perspective of gamers, it's been one of the best years ever. Um, you know, the whole thing is flipping towards the consumer. And of course, cloud gaming is just literally democratizing gaming for all. You're no longer connected and hooked and tied in to hardware. Um, and, and playing games at a quality that is absolutely unimaginable you know the people that obviously have had that, that have been lucky enough to have early access have all said all said if they've got a half decent internet connection which is the driver for everybody that the experience has blown them away high quality great games give me more and that's the beauty of cloud gaming Exactly. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. And when we start doing our streams on here, we don't have to worry about, does this person have this game? Does this other person? Because everybody will have access to the games if they're subscribed to one of the channels. And I would say most of our play-alongs are going to be through the Luna Plus sort of thing. So anybody can join in when the multiplayer all kicks off. So yeah. it's I just can't wait for all this to, to happen. I know, I know, I know. We say it every week we're so excited. We're like a couple of Christmas kids. We really are with cloud gaming. So there you go. There's uh, more games, um, and you know they said there'd be more added all the time. We know that there are now what 52 with these two, um, and we know that there are at least another 20 in the wings um, that are due to be rolled out through early access. So it's all looking absolutely amazing for uh, early access. Players, right. Family sharing. Yep, and screen sharing out. Mm. 
basically uh, Ashes to Ashes, who's a good friend of the show, was actually demonstration, demonstrating how the family sharing. He actually brought up a, a screen uh, where he uh, was playing along and uh, his child was playing along with him as well, but on playing two separate games on the one Luna account, or sorry, one Luna membership. And it was working absolutely magical for him. So, it was that first part and the second part was screen sharing uh, which was uh, he just demonstrated how you can go from each screen by just using the or sorry you can change screens and you don't actually have to sync up the controller so he was playing on mm. the pc then he flicked it to his phone and he didn't have to worry about uh, the screens going backwards and forwards, or sorry, hooking it up. So what, what was your, what's your take on about the family sharing working from the work oh. and the controller thing? <laughs> Funnily enough, it's the one thing that is missing with Ubisoft. Um, and I wanted it because as I've just mentioned, my daughter uh, absolutely enjoying playing on uh, Legions. And I said, you know what? Let's see if you can create, have a family sharing account. You can play your own account, but you can't. Um, and it's missing in so many different places. But the fact that it isn't missing in Luna, uh, Luna Plus, is a massive plus. Um, and as you rightly said, it, it appears to be incredibly easy. It's just a no-brainer. You just create a name for the additional family member you can only have one at the moment so it's but but one is better than none which is the case in other places no you can actually have more than one user under the account but only two can stream at, at the, the same, same time. time okay uh, yeah thank you. no thanks for the clarity yes, that's that's absolutely right uh yeah so yes you could have the whole family but only two of you but still that's one more than in a lot of other places and that's my point really um so yeah the fact that you can do it and that it is so easy and you can manage the um peggy ratings as well for the for members of your family so you know if you've got a couple of younger children you can uh, it doesn't matter if they're going to share or have it you can set them that they can't play any of the games above a certain level whether that's seven plus 15 plus is up to you um, which i think is great and the ability to go from screen to screen i mean device to device is uh you know it's seamless it, as you rightly said i mean it's instantaneous i've had enough on that one i'm firing up on this one now and then the family can crack on and watch you know uh, ghostbusters on netflix or whatever it is that they did that we did last night <laughs> we did pay and we watched the 2016 version which i for all of its knocking i really enjoyed i thought it was a good good uh, a good take on the on the ghostbusters theme hope you all had a great halloween by the way uh, within limitations so yeah i think that those two things are absolutely fantastic and you know it's again it's this democratization of gaming that it, you're not constrained. It's about playing the game with who you want, where you want, and when you want. And that, that's the mantra. Exactly. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, as I said, my, my my partner has been a bit, uh, we'll put this delicately, a bit burned out on some things, uh, quite gaming related. Uh, and she wasn't actually going to want to get involved with Luna. <laughs> But because right. of the family sharing, uh, she's completely on board now because she knows she doesn't have to do anything now, which is such a major and big thing going forward, especially being able to play the same games 
uh, at the same time. It's I, I don't think this can be underestimated, uh, how this could actually really help people going forward. And when Luna's really ruled out, this is going to explode their, their player base. And it's really exciting to actually see that. And I'm hoping we're going to get more clarity on some of the other things. Uh, the question I'm going to have about the family sharing is, can three people play at the same time? As um, one person's on the Ubisoft channel, and then two people all on the Luna Plus channel, or is it two people per account at one time? There, there's that question really needs to be answered. That's a that's a really good question. I'm going to go speculation. <laughs> I think yes. I think that the limitation, because if you remember, they said up to two people can play on Luna Plus at the same time, but only one on the Ubisoft channel. So they've they've already separated the two out from that respect. So my guess is, is that again, the Ubisoft, Ubisoft channel is basically renting some space within the Luna Plus market, which is this analogy that I've used in the past. You know, they're, they've got a stall and they're paying for their stall. And the, the rules of the market are you can do whatever you want. It's your stall as long as you don't get up to naughty things or take over somebody else's space. So I think as long as you have an account with Ubisoft, uh, the Ubisoft Plus account, then there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to play your game on a device whilst two other people are playing the Luna Plus games, which are confined to two players only. But that is speculation. Yeah, that would be my reading of it as well, because I, I think they are going to be tied to two different places at once. But it is, it's just going to be interesting to see if we can actually get that tested when they come out or if Amazon uh, is going to come out and just basically confirm that one way or another. So yeah. I, if that happens, that, that could be really, that could be really good news uh, going forward when these other channels launch. If they're only one player or one person, if they uh, magical uh, Activision channel comes, one of you could be playing on Activision, one of you could be playing on Ubisoft, and then the two kids could be playing on Luna Plus. That would be really, really great going forward. Yeah, and I yeah it would be. And again, it might actually encourage people to actually take out more channels as well. Totally. Absolutely agree. I, I think, yeah, I can't see if you imagine a scenario in a year's time, Duncan, that there are maybe five different partner channels within the Amazon Luna marketplace. I can't believe for one minute that they're going to say to you, I'm sorry, but <clears throat> you can't play in the Activision channel because somebody else is playing a game in the uh ubisoft channel i can't see that being the case i think each of those will be their own entity and the limitation will purely be with luna plus um, in terms of that family sharing aspect and it may well be that some of the other channels have a more liberal approach to the family sharing it may be that they say no we don't mind if you've got four people playing at the same time with our channel uh, and that stems the rules of our channels. So, you know, lots of questions, as you rightly said, we, we are, you know, this is speculation, but um, just logic tells me that that's, that's the most likely thing. Um, also talking about games and, and the amount of games, there was, um, there were a couple of earnings calls this week coming up, of course, as it is to the fourth quarter and um, Amazon had one. 
and uh, they mentioned Amazon Luna. There wasn't much in it, I have to say. It purely said, oh, um, we're excited to announce that with this millions of other things that they'd launched as well, that uh, we've launched this new gaming service as well, cloud gaming service called Luna and Luna Plus. Uh, and it told us everything we knew. But there was confirmation of the 100 games again, wasn't there? Yes, I, I muted. I'm actually trying to share the screen there. One of us oh, the screen there. I would, have, uh, I would have given you more time to press your buttons. It didn't say yeah. a great deal. I mean, it's literally the, the, the standard press release in essence. Um, but yeah, it, it just confirmed. Uh, where are we? Uh, players will have access to more than 100 games through the Luna Plus game channel and Ubisoft channel with more yeah. games to come. So the, I suppose, again, it's semantics, isn't it? Are they saying 100 games with Luna Plus and Ubisoft? Or are they saying 100 games through Luna Plus? And there's also a Ubisoft channel. I think there will be, by the time it goes to official launch, there will be 100 games in Luna Plus anyway, because we know yeah. of another 20-odd to come. So it's only a hop, skip, and a jump. You know, the 18 titles, and, you've, and you're there, aren't you? So um, I think it's and also there's a ubisoft channel with their own games and it yeah. says with more games to come i mean it's the very the very first words yes well i would i'm going to take a slightly different tact in this uh, i'm going to read a bit more into this uh they are actually out there boosting or not boosting they're coming out here we are backing this to the hilt and we are talking about this we want people to come on board and they're not they're not hiding it away and they're mm. earning and their notifications somewhere else this is buying this we are doing this and it, it is coming there so i'm expecting to maybe see lots of amazon luna stuff going forward in their earnings calls and i'm hoping we may hear about more studios and things coming on board with luna either by acquisition or just more channels shortly so i, I think amazon are backing backing this to the hilt no, I agree. And confirmation to an extent is that we saw other cloud gaming platform, uh, we saw other companies that own cloud gaming platforms equally having their earnings call this week and not mentioning their cloud gaming platform at all, which was disconcerting. So as you say, this is, in fairness, though, and, and, and fairness is my middle name, as you know. Uh, thank you, Mum. In fairness, this, you know, other platforms have been around a little longer. And this is the first time that this, that Amazon have had a chance to mention to shareholders that they've launched this service, whereas others would have said it some time ago um, when they launched their service. So I don't, you know, that's not one to specifically read a great deal into, I would say, but it's great nonetheless to see it mentioned and shareholders getting all excited. I would love to have seen something else in there mm -hmm. that we didn't know about. Uh, for example, mentioning if or how they're going to connect it to Prime would have been useful. Uh, and as a shareholder, that's something I'd like to know. Uh, it's great to see that you've launched this cloud gaming service, Jeff, but um, where are you taking it after launch? You know, are you, where are you seeing the revenues coming from? Are you looking to enmesh it into existing channels and so on? I would love to have seen a bit more of that. But I guess they're keeping a lot of their powder dry on that one right now. Exactly, they are. I think the next one's going to be telling. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just rereading through this Amazon one again. Uh, but they do mention a lot of their programs going forward. So I'm hoping that then 
with the next one. Uh, we will have uh, a bit more information going forward because they're, uh, they do talk about all, all their different bits and bobs. And if anybody is wondering where Amazon Luna falls under, it's under Amazon Devices and Alexa. That's what they, it's not under AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. It's actually under the Devices and Alexa uh, heading. So, yeah, I think good point. It's, that's just something to keep an eye on going uh, forward. Good point. No, it is. Um, it's interesting how they seem to have hooked it into the hardware for something that is notoriously hardware free. Um, and all they have for that is the controller, uh, which is an amazing controller by uh, all accounts. Uh, but I suppose they had to hang it somewhere. It's going to develop. Um, you know, I'm sure they've got massive plans once it's out of early access. For this week coming up, Duncan, speculation time. What do you think we may have to talk about this time next week? I'm going to put my neck on the line and, and say we will get more beta announcements. And I think that's going to be about it. I think we're maybe... I think it's going to be a quiet week uh, unless they come Friday, they're going to start whipping up about Ubisoft uh, Plus doing mm -hmm. the lead up to the following week. But uh, I'm expecting maybe a quieter that week because there's going to be a, a hell of a lot of noise next week or this week, whatever way you want to talk about with the new consoles launching, because there's going to be all the embargoes are, are, are going to be coming down. We're going to find out about the games. And uh, I may have heard that the that uh, embargoes for a couple of the games are later on this week as well. So uh, mm. I, I think I think it's going to be a maybe a bit of a quieter week for... We've, we've said that before, of course, and then it's exploded. <laughs> when, when you yeah. say more betas, do you mean more invites going out? So? Yeah, yeah, more yeah. invites to, in the okay. beta, to, just to try and get some more momentum going in yeah. the build-up, the Ubisoft channel launching. So, yeah, and yes. that, would be my, that would be my guess. And I think we're probably going to hear that maybe more end of the week, maybe Thursday mm. or Friday, just to, to build up until the, the following Tuesday's launch of it. I think that's a good shout. I'd agree with that. I think that they will want to exponentially increase the amount of early accesses. I think it was last week that I said that I felt the first couple of weeks would always be quiet because they were aiming it at those that had the biggest connections and were maybe streamers or journalists and could make a big noise, a big positive noise about the service. Uh, and then we would see them rolling it out to to other folk and that's exactly what happened this week you know there was a big thing about i think it was twitter um uh, amazon luna on twitter said we, we just released a whole bunch more invites uh, and i expect to see that maybe four times as aggressive this week leading up as you've rightly said to ubisoft channel because it's important to ubisoft that you know they're launching the channel on uh, tuesday week with valhalla it's important for them to be able to advertise the fact that you can now play it in Amazon Luna as well. And they don't want to have to drag a ball and chain behind them saying, however, you need early access and nobody's got it yet. So, you know, I can see that widening out quite a lot this coming week, as you rightly said. Yeah, I, I'm expecting... Uh, we'll go for the... We'll have to get this right up here. Speculation. 
uh, <laughs> when the uh, I'm just going to call that out here. When the other uh, cloud gaming service, Stadia, uh, gets the Ubisoft uh, Plus or sorry, Ubisoft, yeah, Ubisoft yeah, Plus, Ubisoft Plus, yeah, I have to. I'm so used to calling you Play Plus, you Play Plus. I know. I just find Ubisoft Plus easier, so I'm quite yeah. happy. When Ubisoft uh, Plus gets announced for the other platform, I can see uh, Luna's uh, invites go basically become a free-for-all. Anybody can jump into it, especially as uh, we are there to believe there's going to be a lot more games on Luna rather than uh, Stadia uh, yeah. to play. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... I think um... A lot of it, as I say, was throttled in the first few weeks so that the first exposure on social media and the press was the best possible positive response, given that they limited it to people with very good connections, probably were quite close to their their data points, their nodes, um, and possibly also had existing channels on Twitch or YouTube or wherever. And I think that's perfect. I think that's the right thing to do from a business perspective. You don't want to throw it out to everybody and have two thirds of people going, well, I found it was rubbish. And then you turn, turns out they have like a one meg connection in a block of flats in an apartment building with a hundred people all trying to get that one meg to work on their system. Uh, you know, you, you have to be a little cleverer than that, which is what they've done. I think that was the right thing to do. Um, but I think now you'll start to see that widening out. And if I was Ubisoft, I'd be saying, look, you know, come on, guys, open it out here. We're, we're about to launch our platform and we need a decent amount of, of you know, we need people to access it. Otherwise, we're, we're likely to not, um, they're likely to not access it at all. And that's not what anybody wants. So, yeah, I, I think that's going to come this week. Games wise, do you think we'll see some more games rolled out this week? I, I I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to see regular games regularly go on the system. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple more games drop. I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe get like a game or two a week going forward now because yeah. uh, uh, as we know, it, it seems to be a hell of a lot easier to get games onto Lena where they yeah. can just go there you go work away sort load, of load the disc and copy mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah all right just do just do some tweaking there yeah here and there and yeah, get yeah. it on there uh, yeah. it's not quite simple as that but you're right it's it's a lot it's it's relatively easy in comparison to some other platforms uh, i think the, the money they're going to make is going to be a, a lot more than what it's going to be mm. to actually get it onto the system uh yeah. so i i'm expecting a game or two a week uh, since we've seen last week that uh, they have started, I wouldn't be surprised, but we'll maybe get one, one, maybe two more. And and they've got some big ones still to drop into this. Uh, two Point Hospital, I'm really wanting to see that yeah, on it yeah, because yeah. that is a real good game. And I think a lot of people will be really happy with that one. That's going to be good. Right. I think we should wrap up because it's cold <laughs> we need to be we, you know we, we're getting on in life mate we don't want to be getting going down with you know pneumonia hypothermia it's the last thing you want plus it's getting into the we've we've gone beyond the top of the hour uh, and these good folk have lives to lead so duncan as is the tradition where can people find you at one to escape on twitter and where can they find you young rock they can find me at cloud at cloud rocks on twitter and they can find me at the lunacast on twitter 
um, and of course here twice a week yes indeed so <laughs> you get you can hit the button there and if anybody wants to stay around after we're more than happy to answer any questions at all yeah thanks for joining us guys as always we will be hanging around for a few minutes after to answer some questions in the chat which would be great to pick up on um, we'll do that with absolute uh, pleasure and as always we will see you thursday this time for uh, lunacast game quest um, we might we might even do maybe a little bit of a, a stream of of legion we'll see we'll see and then of course next sunday for episode six i think of uh, the lunar cast so stay tuned thank you for joining us have a great week and take care say goodbye duncan goodbye duncan <laughs>